0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Big Gay Comfy Couch podcast, episode two, and uh, we will be talking about body positivity today. And what's your name? Tyler. And what's your name? Nice to meet you. I'm Matt. Very nice to meet you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so today we're going to talk about kind of what body positivity means and kind of where it's gone with social media. And what we feel about that. Yeah. So what would you say body positivity means, I guess?
0: Um, I think the biggest thing, um, is really from my perspective is like going on a journey to like loving yourself and your body. And I think everyone's at a different stage, uh, of themselves and it's really just pursuing what your unique body type is and what is like the healthiest for you and what makes you feel your best um, self. So that's what I would say uh, one side of body positivity is and then just always just loving yourself regardless of where you're at which is you know easier said than done um, especially in you know the heavily standard beauty market that we are. Uh, kind of entrenched in on a regular basis. So yeah, I would say that encompasses my uh, perspective on body positivity and how I would define it. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: I think like, I think of it, I think that's like the true definition of body positivity. But whenever I think about it, I think about more of like, um, kind of like the controversy around it. If that makes sense, because on TikTok and other social media, you know, there's some people that would say um, it's not healthy to be overweight, for example. So, like, we shouldn't be glorifying that. But then there's other people that say, well, you can't judge how healthy I am based on my weight. Kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. BMI is not an accurate descriptor of health and it's not what doctors should even be using anymore and just because i'm at what looks like a bigger weight to you it doesn't mean i'm not healthy so there's like two sides of the coin and that's kind of what comes
0: to mind for me I want to hear about it okay and so when they say that doctors shouldn't be using bmi um, anymore what does that is there like is there facts based around that or is that just someone's ideal um, and I, to be to define BMI, it's body mass index. So, yeah, just yeah, how much someone which weighs. Which is like,
1: well, no, it's not how much someone weighs, but it's like or the percentage mass. of um, their mass that is fat to right, right, right. like muscle components, okay. I think. Um, so, like, you know, an athlete might have a really low BMI because they have, like, a low body fat percentage. Yeah. Um, whereas someone who's, like, you know, more inactive or whatever might have a higher BMI and then there's like an average range yeah I guess I'm not an expert I'm just like speaking from uh the top of my head right now but I think basically like it's pretty hard to measure BMI accurately um just by like looking at someone or even taking measurements and like using their like height or whatever and then I think that's also that BMI doesn't necessarily predict health.
0: Yeah, is the idea, but I'm not sure how accurate that is. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know a lot about the um, that background of that. So, or the science behind it. But it's very interesting. I think it's definitely you can't judge judge an individual person's, um, you know how they look based off of like, even just like your own ideals or your own like perspective on your own body. Cause it's all your experience and your experience is different as everyone's is. So I think, um, but yeah, I think it's definitely an issue and it's a divided issue. So as a whole, um,
1: would you say that body positivity, like,
0: is a positive thing. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would um, definitely say that there's not like enough. I even think there's just like yeah, there's just not enough affirmations for people that um, uh, struggle with it on a deeper level to um, to view themselves in a higher light. I mean, we are working on it. I think there's a lot that's even changed over the past two, three, four years um, that has, you know, aided in not, I I would say more, just like not glorifying this like insanely beautiful, perfect, like impossible body. Like for example, like even the Victoria's Secret fashion show, like being canceled and that a lot of those brands like swaying more towards like realistic models, I think, is definitely a change that we haven't seen in like 50 years so Mm -hmm. um i say that's like that's definitely a step forward but as we go on there will be more work to be done just to not have kids grow up with this like insane beauty standard especially at a young age and start already like judging themselves or like wanting to be something that is unrealistic and feel if they you know fall short of that then it's like, then they're, they're not relevant or no one's going to love them because it's like, that's not how anyone should perceive themselves at any point.
1: Yeah. I would say like, as a whole, kind of the messaging behind the body positivity movement is pretty good. Like I say, if you're helping people feel more confident in in themselves and feel better about themselves, I think having good viewing yourself positively will have a positive impact on you Mm -hmm. like health wise mental health wise and i think it's even helped me because like i am someone where like you know i can lose and gain weight i'm not always at the same weight um i would say like just having having that messaging has helped just like kind of accept whatever place i'm at Mm -hmm. um and i know there's like a lot of people who are um feeling the same way. Yeah, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think it's I think it's pretty good. And what would you say about like um can it be taken
0: too far? Um I'm not sure. I mean at at one point I do struggle to like have a specific opinion. Like I can make a like a general opinion for myself. I You know for myself i've been kind of the same body type and weight and like you would maybe say that i'm more i lean more towards like what general public sees as like ideal so um i find some of the aspects of just really coming from a place where i have a deep understanding i feel like maybe like i like i don't but i definitely um i think depends on if things are taken out of context in terms of like body positivity and then if you if it's used as like more of a i don't know like if if it's used out of its context as i mean the way that i perceive it where like you should just love yourself at like any Mm -hmm. size and you know there's a lot of brands where it's like you they like you know talk body positivity but then like people go and they can't find their sizes or like even you know we've talked about this like where you know most men's clothing is built for someone that's six feet or six foot one. Yeah. Where it's they... so hard to find brands for guys that are like under six foot even yes. or maybe yeah. under like five eleven. 11. Whereas, so where is the normal, like height, the average height that most people it, uh, are is around five, eight, five, nine. Yeah. So... I
1: think, I think I'm around Canada's average height for adult yeah. men, which is wild because I've always perceived myself as like short even though I'm, I think I'm 5'9". I think it's around there for our like national average. But yeah. I think that is like a whole different topic, almost like the messaging that men get about like
0: their bodies and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Do you want to talk more about that?
1: Sure, yeah, I feel like, I think it's perceived like maybe by some people that men don't really have the same pressures to look a certain way but i think in my experience they do have pressures to look a certain way maybe not to i don't know i just don't think you can compare it really to like anything else i think it's its own situation and um you know like there is that messaging of like if you want to be like attractive as a man like you should be like kind of like shredded and like muscular um and of course there is that like dad bod thing too but I would say as a whole there's still like kind of a conventionally ideal way to
0: look Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I would say so as well I think there's also um, I think this level of um, that I think we're coming a little bit out of as a society I think maybe like we're like slowly working towards being more accepting of like like men not necessarily like um, swaying more towards like to- like toxic masculinity and like being forced into this like ideal where they like have to be like the man of the house and like do certain things like that you know I think we'll see over time that like it's okay for like a, a man even if he's not gay to like be a little bit more feminine or like do certain things that are perceived as like more feminine like Um, which I think will be nice to see because you'll see a lot of the uniqueness come out of out of people I think people assimilate into certain like standards to just not stand out and I think we do that as like kids and then it kind of can grow up into our adulthood where it's like you know get this certain job to appease this person and like get this house and get married and have these certain kids because like that's you know that'll lead to happiness and that's what your parents did so like you should do it too and I think we'll just continue to see people branch out into being like their unique selves in any which way I don't know I've seen more definitely more of a trend of like you know men wearing nail polish and it not being um seen as like you know necessarily heavy metal or like you're super like feminine and each one of those is like okay, but if you sit in the middle, you can also do those things and not like, you know, be insecure about like insecure about it. Or if you feel the need to do them, you can go ahead and like do them. Which is like the way that everyone should be about anything. And we're not there like fully yet, but we're definitely like on the road uh, down that path. Hmm. Yeah, I would say like
1: that's kind of along the lines of like masculinity and what is expected of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So do we want to talk a little bit about what you were telling me about with the Kim Kardashian? Sure. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So I can, I can pull it up. Okay. Ty's so going to pull it up so we can watch it and then,
0: well, it's not, a, it's not a TikTok. So, um, it's just an article talking about, um, Kim Kardashian's, um, new swimwear, uh, release under, um, her brand, um, skims. So I think I'll just read, um, a bit of it and then we can kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it starts off Summer might be a distant memory. Hello rain. But if you cast your mind back a few months, you'll remember the launch of Kim Kardashian's Skims swimwear line upon its release. Fans hailed the range, which included diverse options like long sleeve swim shirts and full-length sarong skirts as super inclusive, quote-unquote. I gotta give it to Kim K. Skims has to be one of the most inclusive brands I've seen. It's mostly true to size from what I've tried, and she keeps her plus sizes in stock, um, another person tweeted. I give Kim her props for Skims because it's very inclusive. But now Kim has revealed the reason why her swimwear range had so many different styling options, and her comments have not been well received. Quote unquote, I come up with all the campaigns, I come up with the materials, the fabrics, the styles, like I really do everything, she told Sister Chloe in the latest episode of the Kardashians, adding that she's a workaholic. I wanted to make it like Legos, Kim continued, directing, referencing her skim swimwear line, so it could be like, if you want to cover up your arms, wear that. If you want to cover your legs, wear that the reality star went on. Like everyone, pick your insecurity and figure out how to cover it. Unsurprisingly, fans picked up on the comments and took to Twitter to call Kim out. Quote, unquote, hate Kim Kardashian and the way she markets her products as being for hiding your insecurities. Like, it feels so slimy to be so outright about making money from people's self-hatred, one person said. But perhaps the messaging got lost in translation as the Skims website explains, we are setting new standards by providing solutions for everybody. From technically constructed shapewear that enhances your curves to underwear that stretches to twice its size, the brand adds, our goal is to consistently in- innovate on the past in advance on our, our industry for the future. Um, Cosmopolitan has reached out to Kim Kardashian representatives for comment, but there has been no additional comment at this time. So the quote was, pick your insecurity
1: and figure out how to cover it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad how that was phrased. I guess
0: that's how it <laughs> was said on As We Know The Kardashians season two is out, and that was probably that was the latest episode um where she was speaking with Chloe on the topic. Um Which we've got to which watch. Which was during the summer. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think It's hard. Like, I mean, it's definitely not the wording that you want to choose. And when it comes to body positivity, that definitely leans to the side of like, like toxic marketing where you're really just trying to like pick up on people's like emotional pain points and like what they're again insecure about and using that to kind of like, um, create products and like profit off of it. Um, but I do think the idea behind the swimwear is good for individuals who do want to look for a range of swimsuits that are in their size, but also have a certain style. Like I do know women like tend to like different styles depending on, um, you know, how comfortable they are with their individual like body positivity journey. And I think it does allow for someone to like start at one stage and have a bathing suit set and then like add things to it or change things up as they feel um, secure in doing so. So I think that element of just the business itself I think is a good thing. I think it sets a standard where like, there should be a lot of like several, like a lot of stock of different sizes. There should be options for everyone, um, styles for everyone that people like. um, But I don't think, you know, like, pandering to insecurity and focusing kind of on that is um, necessarily like the best thing Um, or the mindset that you wanna have for the owner of the business that that's their focus on because you could take it as another lens that being like, it's like, well, we created options for everyone regardless of like how they wanna present themselves um, at the pool and what they feel um, comfortable doing and what makes them feel their best self would be probably a better approach but I wouldn't be, yeah, Focus on, like, the the side of, like, just insecurity. So, yeah. What's your perspective? <laughs> I think the quote is hilariously
1: bad. Yeah. Like, I don't think she would ever say that in a press release for her brand. I think the only reason that's kind of in an article is because it was on the show. And on the show, it's just, like, her Off in a scene cuff. with her, yeah. whatever, her sisters and, like, chilling. So, I think if that went through a publicist, they definitely would have worked on that,
0: so it's just... I'm surprised it made it through the show, but it, I mean, it's good to show that stuff that yeah. they're talking about as well, because you don't want it like being like they're just cover- like showing the good stuff and covering up maybe things that they said that they're not... they would love to take back, but maybe they just need to communicate, but... But in a
1: twisted way, I feel like it probably will resonate with a lot of people, um, because yeah I just I can see there being a lot of people out there that would be like oh perfect like I want to cover this up and I'm not saying it should be that way but I think you're totally right that she just like approached the quote from the wrong angle (laughs) she should have just said like let's have a whole range of different styles and like oh like this one has like full sleeves on your arms or like this one comes up a little higher and looks really nice yeah and then people can just decide for themselves if that's going to work for them rather than being like pick what you want to cover up kind of thing. So I don't know. I think it's like, yeah, a little like, I don't know, a little funny how bad the quote is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think there's, um, there's definitely like an element of, I think at the end of the day too, like everyone, not everyone, but people do have things like they maybe don't love themselves looking a certain way in a certain mm-hmm. outfit or they don't fit like corduroys or they can't wear like a certain like singlet or like that. There's just things that you're like, Oh, I like, I prefer to wear this. Cause I like the way I look in this. I don't like love that. And it's not necessarily like the best thing, but it's like a reality that we like live in. It's like very much in a hypothetical world. It would be great if nobody had any insecurities. And, um, but at the at the end of it i think people do and they would like to wear things where they feel their most comfortable self so yeah i think definitely more businesses like with that premise with like you know maybe different operators and different brand messaging would be uh really effective um and yeah, I just don't want it to get to a point where it's just, like, big companies and big businesses, like, preying on, like, people's insecurities in plus-size community. And then, like, like yeah, just basically creating things just to make money at the end of the day, which is, like, not yeah, it's just not ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what sparked the idea for Kim. I think for them, like, it, it was just generally mm-hmm. hard probably to like find things even in their sizes, like with their body shapes. Cause they have like unique, they don't have like, you know, like a Kendall Jenner, like body type where you like fit like every, all these like petite fashion runway items. Right. So yeah. Everyone's like, shaped differently for sure. Yeah. So, but so yeah, but I think, I don't know. We're not like, we've never shot for women's clothing, but I think it's really hard like oftentimes you just like walk into a store and you're like nothing is even remotely close to like what I can fit in. So I just have to walk out.
1: No, but I I mean, I have a bit of experience with (laughs) shopping for men's clothing that doesn't fit either when, even when I was like thinner than I am now. Um, it was hard to find things like in adult sizes that were small enough for me. (laughs) Cause like the, like if I was to buy a shirt at that time, like it would have been like, too long and like the shoulders too wide and everything. So I think it's a similar idea. It's like, it's a shitty feeling when you're like going into a store and you're like, I just want to like find something to make me yeah. like feel confident in what I'm wearing and how I'm presenting myself. And then it's like, there isn't anything for you. It makes you feel like there's something wrong with you or like, mm-hmm. so I yeah. think it's really good to just have like a range of styles and sizes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So then how do you think body positivity plays into, like, you know, the gay male demographic or, like, even the LGBTQ community?
0: Yeah, I think, um, in general, there's quite, like, um, a toxic... I mean, I guess there's, like, a little bit of toxicity towards anything, um, that's not, you know, maybe super muscular or thin um and like i think you know it's like a almost like a heightened standard for like men um in a lot of instances um but at the same time there's like different categories of like um gay men and you know what they maybe what type they fit into and that can vary and it depends on like i feel like it very much depend like depends on the type i feel like at this point in time like there is very much still like subcategories of like gay men and you have to like fit into a certain like category to like kind of maybe like be attractive, I guess, in a sense of the word, um, which I don't think is healthy for people versus just like, you can be kind of whoever, like who you are. Yeah. And that's like enough. Um, but I still think there's definitely like a predominantly a push, um, to be, Um, muscular to be thinner to to be skinnier and um, everything that goes like along with that like having a certain like clear skin like perfect hair you know just like good good hygiene but also just like maybe overboard on turn in terms of like the expectations that um, in standards that like the community holds itself to
1: well it's yeah I think it's clear that gay men feel a lot of pressure to look a certain way because you know like in my experience um gay men put a lot of effort into how they look so clearly how they look is highly valued Mm -hmm. to other people or in the dating pool not that it isn't in like um the world as a whole but i think it's definitely a high premium is placed on how you look Mm -hmm. in the gay world And I wonder why that is, like, maybe even more so than in other communities.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure, I guess, exactly. Yeah, like, why that is. Um... Yeah.
1: Does that come from, like, from insecurity? Does it come from just not having your values in the right place? not that it's, I think it's great if you can look good and feel confident in yourself, but you know, if it's taking a toll on you to like upkeep a certain
0: look or something like that, then I don't
1: know where that comes from.
0: Yeah. I would say, I mean, being attractive is one thing and like being a certain body type, like, you know, like I have friends and even like, like, even like in, they just, you know, don't even like necessarily like, work out that much but they're just like built really well and they're able they just have like a high metabolism and they don't you know they're not like you know at the gym 24 7 like working on said body like all the time that's just like who like what their body type is Um but it doesn't like it shouldn't impact someone else you know who doesn't have that privilege or thinks that like if they don't have that then You know they're not worthy um of being uh who they are and being happy and confident but i do think we as like a community like don't necessarily support um the diff like a difference in time like i've i've read a couple articles and like heard a couple stories of people that just like even just like maybe they're not you know, the ideal standard of attractiveness or they're like overweight and they just wanna go to like a gay bar to like meet people and just like make friends. But people like presume that they're like hitting on them and then like treat them like poorly or like don't like just because they're not like attractive, they don't, you know they treat them, yeah, they just generally just treat them more poorly than they would an attractive person. And it's like, we really need to like work on this as like a community, especially people, like a a group of people who are already fighting the rest of the world. We shouldn't be fighting like internally to um, be, to feel okay and comfortable and make friends and continue to foster community. Whether it's like you're old or you're young or you're overweight or you're super fit you're good looking in this in like the you know standard that like society is set or not just treat everyone that you meet, especially if they are like part of the community like just nicely like it goes back to like the golden rule of just like treat others the way you would want to be treated like you wouldn't want to be ignored at a bar if you're just trying to talk to somebody um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's, uh, I don't even remember what the question was, but that's, uh... I don't know if there was one, <laughs> Yeah, but that's <laughs> Tyler my... for president. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, no, we were talking about, um, <laughs> like body positive, like body positivity in the gay community.
1: Well, I was trying to answer the question, like, why is there this increased pressure on gay men? And right, I right. had this thought, um, maybe because you are dating the same gender or sex, presumably, um, You're also comparing yourself to your romantic, romantic interests in a way, Mm -hmm. or maybe subconsciously. So it's like, if this person doesn't want to date me or something like that, or if, um, maybe even if I am dating someone who's just really, you know, like they're shredded and they look great. It's like, it's not like it's some other, like, I feel like for a straight man, they're dating a woman. Women's bodies are typically different. Um, So not always, of course, because there's a whole range of women and all that,
0: but they're not comparing themselves maybe to the people they're dating. they are not standing side by side with someone that's like of the same like gender as you. So yeah, you can make more of a direct comparison if it's male and male versus male and female where like, yeah, you're just, you're going through like different changes and different, uh, you're just coming from two different perspectives. Whereas like when you're in a same sex relationship, you you're generally coming from the same prerogative. Like even us, like we're around the same age. Um, we're going to be eating like similar. <laughs> yeah. Meals. We'll we eat pretty similar. Given yeah. that we eat most of our meals together. Yeah. And yeah. like exercise routines, similar, <laughs> yeah. but <All> runs. <laughs> but yeah. So, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I think, um, It, uh i I mean where from your perspective where you were talking about like being more muscular if someone's being more muscular where did you want to did you want to go somewhere with that
1: oh okay oh yeah back to what i was saying originally like maybe from one person's perspective if they're not feeling like they have the same like body type as their partner or like the same conventionally attractive body type as their partner maybe then they I don't know. They could feel like lesser than, or it can make them feel insecure in a way, like, or e- even if one partner is like, you know, different hair color, different eye color, it could be any difference. I just think you might notice it more closely than if it was you're dating someone of
0: the opposite gender, where you're not really like comparing yourselves directly. Yeah, I definitely think we just yeah we just need to get to a point where like people are more comfortable being who they are and yeah, like being happy sure. in that, but not only because that's really when you are your true self and you attract who you're truly meant to be friends with, meant to date, Um, all of those things kind of follow that and they are really attracted for you in your like most uh, natural state. So I think, yeah, that's really something that um, in terms of body positivity, in the like gay community is like pivotal just to really make sure that people, you know, can find their space and find where like they feel their best self. It's, you know, it's a very, it can be a very toxic community, but it can also be a very like beautiful community. And Mm -hmm. there are a lot of beautiful moments and you kind of know, um, a lot of the time, if you, you know, meet another like gay couple or get like gay individuals or any part, anyone part of the community, they are like, You know, welcoming. Um, and you kind of like already have like a friend in a lot of uh, instances, not like, it's not always like that, but at least from the perspectives that I've had, it has, um, luckily gone that way for the most part.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if you're yourself, then like you said, you're going to attract the people that you're supposed to be around Mm -hmm. because if you're trying to be something you're not then they're not really truly your friends or you can never know if they are right Mm -hmm. it's only when you show your true colors that I don't know I think you get rewarded for that but um, yeah should we uh, should we show the TikTok now that we wanted to talk about a little bit do you want to show it or just talk about it um what do you
0: think um it's up to
1: well, we can try. <laughs> if not, you you'll be able to listen. So let me just explain the premise of it first. So basically, the first person on TikTok is talking about the unrealistic standards for gay men, I think. And now someone's duetted it and said, "Hey, but you are the beauty standard. So why are you commenting on this kind of deal?" So it's one person reacting to another's TikTok. So a duet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so
0: we're just going to play the first um, TikTok. You rewind it? The yeah. pressure in the gate It's just at the front, so we can show it. All right.
1: So let me bring it closer to camera, and we can all watch it. through. backwards, your- but... Oh, uh, it might be a little bit, but you can still hear. Yeah. Community to be fit and attractive is actually awful. All right, love, let's talk about this. Yes, oh, this was also a stitch. So many people have stitched this. I know, we could go through so many of them. The pressure in the gay community. This is it. found
0: it. Okay. found the full one. And then we can go to the stitched video. Gay
1: community to be fit and attractive is actually awful. No wonder most of the gay men I know have had struggles with eating. We need to flip the script for all these younger people discovering their sexuality because we don't want them being a part of a community that makes them feel like shit about themselves. The pressure in the gay community to be so fit that's the original TikTok to be fit and attractive is actually awful. It's not the fact that a fit and attractive person made this video. Well, was that it so in the gay to be fit and attractive. Okay, I found that. Yeah. Should we we'll just do it again? Okay. Gay- so we found the TikTok and now we're going to show. Gay community. The pressure in the gay- <laughs> okay. We found the TikTok and now we're going to show it. All right. The pressure in the gay community to be fit and attractive is actually awful. It's not the fact that a fit and attractive person made this video, it's the fact that so many of you gay people come on here and say the exact same thing, then turn off the camera, go out into the real world and only seek to date fit and attractive people, forcing gay people who don't fit those standards to go through what they have to go through in order to get a chance at another gay person just even looking their direction. So my question is, do y'all make this video because you actually want to see change? Or do you make it whenever a hot guy you thought was going to be attracted to you says no?
0: The
1: pressure Yeah, so... I think the person reacting to the original TikTok um, has a point, but something about it feels a little like not the right way to go about it, maybe. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think the perspective of um, what someone considers fit and attractive can be often... It's like beauty is in uh, in the eye of the beholder. I think a lot of people can seem, you know, fit and attractive at a time, but even with someone's, you know, trauma or... You know what they've experienced growing up or, or how they perceive themselves um at a certain stage of their lives can leave a lasting effect whether this you know you can perceive yourself as still being like overweight or like not attractive um uh and i mean to kind of judge someone uh based off of your own personal perspective to, to say what is like fit and attractive um and kind of I guess throw what their perspective under the bus a little bit, Um, even though they're trying, they're making like valid points where there is like, there are problems and issues. And it's like, from my perspective is, you're also assuming a lot about this person And, and, yeah, which I find can be hard without, you know, speaking directly to, um, you know, who they, who they are. Um, But I do, like, I mean, at the same time, I do think that, like, generally, you know, people do, um, in the gay community, like, seek out, um, you know, fit and attractive people. But I think that's just, like, generally what society does at the same time. Like, not all the time. Like, you can definitely have different types. I would say the the gay community more so is more accepting of, like, you know, like, a fat, older man or, like, obese, older man being attractive versus like a straight culture for sure. Like I would say, Mm -hmm. Um, but, and you know, everyone's able to have, you know, like what they find attractive and nobody really like, I don't know, maybe they do make a judgment, but you're also like, like you're allowed in the community because it's very like fluid to, you know, pursue whoever you want to date. So it's like, i mean you can make that um perspective that um this person's gonna go out and like maybe not um like take action towards something but i think you know reading down in the comments you can see that it's like you know like we need we need more people like like yeah just like taking action towards like changing like the stigma but it's like so i just don't necessarily know what this person is supposed to do so they're just either supposed to like not talk about the problem and keep pursuing you know attractive fit people or they talk about the problem and then they only pursue what like you perceive as like an unfit and unattractive person which is like always, like, a unique thing, like, someone that, you, like, someone finds really attractive, another person can be, like, oh, I don't see it, and that's just, like, how life is, and, like, that's fine, because everyone has, like, who they consider to be attractive, but at the same time, like, at the end of the day, like, you have to be in a relationship and, like, focused on, like, loving yourself, and then if someone, like, accompanies that in your life and, make like, makes your life even better, then that's great, but it shouldn't be about, like, you know, like pursuing someone to like, you know, like make your life perfect. And they're like, just because they're fit and attractive, it's going to make your life like suddenly abundantly amazing. And like, you're never going to have any problems and you're not going to be sad or like have emotions. Like it's not that case. And like, you know, yeah, there's just like, there's so many other aspects other than like someone's physical looks that like matter in terms of like actually finding, um, someone to be with, but I do like, I do agree that there's, there's definitely a heightened beauty standard. That's like a real struggle, like for, you know, a lot of people. And I think everyone has an element within the community where they've, there's always going to be, it's like the saying where there's like always going to be someone more attractive. There's always going to be someone more fit or like better looking quote unquote, or more wealthy or, you know, has been to more countries or like, there's always going to be grasses of greener on the other side, but you have to really like have a sense of like gratitude for what you do have to get to a point and also like not be looking, you know, like I think a lot of people say like, yeah, when you aren't pursuing someone so, uh, actively that's when like things start to happen and you just end up, you know, meeting someone can be very casual and then you end up dating. But, um, I mean, at the same time, like, I don't know, everyone has their own unique experience. And I do think it could be, it would be really hard to be someone that doesn't fit like an ideal standard to be in this community. Like, and But I also think that you still should be able to speak up on it, even if someone else, (coughs) excuse me, perceives you as fit and attractive because we all need to stand up, you know? It's the same way, like with any anything like within human rights or if you see someone that's you know not being treated well just because you aren't part of that minority or you're not part of that ethnic group or religion like doesn't mean that you don't speak out like you still have to like you know there's a lot of anti-semitism and like you have to be like a very like good proactive like jewish ally like in these times because like even if you're not Jewish, because you have to stand up for like, you know, other human beings and you want like, you know, future generations to come into a world that's better than, better than we had it. They have more rights. They're more comfortable coming out and they feel better about themselves and the community they're like walking into. Yeah.
1: (coughs) I'm trying to cough. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like the person reacting to the TikTok almost wanted to have, like, an aha moment over this person and, like, invalidate their opinion just because um, they perceive them as attractive. Which is, like, here is someone who's just trying to, like, make a TikTok, like, raising an issue. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden, because you think they're hot, their opinion's not valid? Yeah. I don't know. And a little bit silly. But I think it is hard, like, it's prob- Sure, on a scale, if we were to compare, like, how hard it is for every person in the community. Like, I'm sure people who, like, look certain ways are gonna have an easier time than other people. Um, but, like, let's not do that. Let's not compare. hmm And, like, <laughs> wouldn't it be better if you could, like, yes and their TikTok? like. Yeah, that's a really great point. The gay community is having some issues. And like, I find it's really even difficult for me because maybe, you know, I'm a different ethnicity or, you know, um I look, I have like a unique look and people don't really seem to wanna talk to me because of it. It's like, why did you have to be like, are you making this TikTok because um, you couldn't date someone you wanted to? Or are you making it because you actually care?
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I'd just be curious to know, like, it's not like this, like, and I mean, it's, it's important to get to know someone, but like, we're like literally pre-programmed, like everything from like Tinder to like any dating app to meet movies to actors and actresses to ad, ad agencies and advertising and like modeling to be, you know, to be attracted to fit and attractive people. So like fit and attractive people are going to, like if they're like, if they perceive themselves as like both liking each other, then they're gonna be together. But like, I just like, don't think anyone's like, I'm gonna go pick the most unfit and unattractive person to like, like nobody, I don't think anyone like seeks that out. Like you might just get to know someone and you're like, I think they're attractive because they're really funny. And like, they really can cook really well and they're like, they make things just like, they make me feel so at ease and like, that's an attraction. It doesn't have to be like physical attraction all the time.
1: No, it doesn't. But I think like having some element of physical attraction is important yeah, in a relationship. but that's human too. It's like you can't too, help right? what you're attracted no. to. So, I don't know. I think it is informed by like our culture, like what people are attracted to, but yeah. Um, ultimately you shouldn't date someone you're not attracted to
0: yeah (laughs) yeah it's definitely like a key a key portion of it and um,
1: well any closing kind of statements about body positivity um, I think (laughs)
0: uh, if you're listening to this you should just go look in the mirror and pick something about yourself that you really love and say it out loud to yourself and say with your name, just say, you know, like, Hey Tyler, I love the way, you know, I love the way that you you have blue eyes and that they look really nice on you to like yourself or whatever you need to work on or whatever you do love about yourself and focus on, on something along those lines. So.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a <laughs> closing statement. I think that's a great idea. And like psychologically I've heard doing that, like positive affirmations can really help your self-confidence. So I would agree with that. And then on the other hand, um, yeah, just like be confident in who you are because someone's gonna like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, um, not everyone has to fit the same standard. Yeah. And everyone's Be your own best self. And like, yeah. people will dig that for what
0: that is. And everyone's too focused on themselves to like care anyway. So just like live your best life and like do what you want to do. Cause you live one life and like, and that's it. And that's, <laughs> that's all she wrote. So yeah, we'll close it out. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, <laughs> Thanks, we'll Kat, see you yeah. on episode three.